Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I, I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, it, it's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, 350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. And like I've said in the last probably 10, I've, I've lost track of trying to count how many. Um, but I'm super excited. This, is, this has been a work in progress. I know we've tried to do this at least one other time, Keith. Um, tried to connect and talk. Um, basketball talk, uh, officiating a little bit talk, Alaska basketball, which really intrigues me a lot. Um, it is also one of the two states in the con in the United States that I have not been to. Um, I've not been to Oregon and I've not been to Alaska. I've been to every other state in the U S so it is on my bucket list when the world gets back to normal. 
<laughs> and true. we're going to invite you out when the world gets back to normal. When the world gets back to normal, I'm coming. I'm bringing my wife. I'm leaving. My, my son just graduated, um, but he's sticking around a year. How about okay. that? He's taking a, He's not going. He's going to. He just graduated. And he's going to take a gap year. Right. I don't want to go to sit and sit in a room and take college, Dad. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll figure <laughs> something out. Get a job. You know, you can mow my lawn, something. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so Keith, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, kind of tell your background a little bit, what you're doing now, all of that kind of stuff. And then we'll have, we'll have Jason do it next. Go right ahead. All right. My name is uh, Keith Williams. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I've been in Alaska 24 years. Uh, came up in the, the service and, and had a daughter and decided to stay. Uh, Got into coaching, you know, youth, four-year-olds on base, the commander's daughter, and, and just – oh, How does there. that work? How does <laughs> – I bet she got a lot of playing time. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely she did. <laughs> and she started, right? <laughs> got funding for the best uniforms. Just, it was just incredible. I had the best orange slices. It was, it was amazing. Oh, I bet it was really good. It's like, it's like, it's like coaching the four-star general. It's like, oh, yeah, you're going to play. <laughs> Next. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So from there, uh, daughter got old enough to play, started coaching her all the way through middle school and uh, wanted a group of girls to travel outside the state of Alaska to play in some sort of basketball competition and uh, created the team, the Alaska Vipers, even though we do not have any snakes. I'm sure that was one of your Alaska questions. We don't have any snakes in Alaska, but what a cool logo, right? So I said, I got to run with it. I mean, someone should just full-time name all the AAU programs. Like, literally, they, they pop up like weeds. So, it's like everyone, you come up with a name, it's probably, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So, from, from the Vipers, uh, one of the young ladies on my team, an eighth grader, she's 6'3". Her name is Leah Dupree. She went to University of Denver and then transferred to Eastern Washington. Uh, her old high school was looking for a coach. She submitted my name. The contacts came in, and, and I became the Palmer High basketball coach in Palmer, Alaska, which is, I mean, it's it, well, it's Matsu Valley, and Jason can explain this a little bit better when he introduces himself. And there's three schools in the Matsu Valley, and it's and literally my school is a mile away from Colony. Would you say that, Jason? Pro, uh, about about over, three or four. Yeah, and then Wasilla, which is on the west end of town, I guess, is probably about another five miles away. So six, first of all, I'm still stuck on the six, three. So that's like a six, nine, six, 10 boy. Like that's a crazy tall girl. Well, I had a six, four, seventh. So she was in eighth grade. I had a six, four, seventh grader. She plays for university of North Dakota. Okay. Right now. So she was a, a six, four, uh, stretch for at that time. And I wanted to put her in the paint and she did not like being in the paint. So, well, all the big, was, all the bigs think they're guards anyway. That's just, the yeah. in. they all think they're guards. So that, that was, that was really, really, uh, a treat and, and started a program on a three tenets of scholarship character. And we want kids of character and kids that are not characters and community service, special Olympics, set up the heart run, uh, uh, Went to, uh, I wouldn't say old folks' homes. What's the correct term? But senior citizens. Senior home. citizens. Yeah, we've, yeah. So we've done that and just, just kind of stuck to those three things of service, scholarship. And when I say scholarship, I mean scholastic. Like, are you a true student athlete? And uh, yeah, that kind of just ingrained and, and got together with the, the principal at Palmer High School and 
and now I'm I'm coaching at Palmer. How, how big? Uh, first of all, your daughter. Where'd your daughter go to school? Oh, so here. Yeah, so yeah, talk about your daughter first. My daughter is probably five ten. Okay. And she ended up going to Kansas State University on an I mean an academic scholarship. Okay. So I had two girls. So starting five from that Viper team, one went to D two track. One went D1 track at Liberty University. Two played basketball D1, and then two got scholarships academically to Kansas State. They were, they were best friends. And okay, so a couple questions. First of all, what is the most common school that kids go to? University of Anchorage. Where where, where do most kids? Casey can answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it depends on what sport. Um, I would say that uh, both University of Alaska Fairbanks uh, and University of Alaska Anchorage are doing a, a pretty good job of recruiting locally uh, statewide. Right. Um, as far as football goes, we have an all Alaska or an all yeah all Alaska football camp in normal years uh, that happens in June, which is a pretty pretty big pipeline to some Division two, II, Division three um, NAI schools in the upper midwest so minnesota wisconsin okay. area okay. yeah 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 um, valley city state probably gets a good chunk of football players from alaska division two wise um we've had some kids go to unlv uh, university of nevada um usc uh you know we, we we've had we've had the, the gamut uh we've, we've currently got a couple of players playing division one basketball uh, one at texas and one at montana state Okay. Uh, we've had kids from go to or University of Oregon and play. I, I, my so. question is, do kids do kids want to leave Alaska or do they are they willing to stay? I mean, how is that? Because here's what I've noticed. I've taught for 30 years in Madison, which is the capital of Wisconsin. Very great city. Gorgeous city if you ever can get a chance to see it. And, um, you know, it's got lakes and it's beautiful. Anyway, I would say probably 60% of our graduating class stays within two hours of it. 70, 70%. Um, I was just wondering, I, I think, you being so like you're in Alaska, and then there's Canada, and then there's the rest of us. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, do they do they want to come down to the you know the continental? Do they want to stay up there? I mean, I, I, high school kids are unique in that way. I think. I, I would say historically, you know, people want to get out of out of Alaska, right? They want to go, they want to see the the big world, and um, I, I think contrary to popular belief, sometimes it's the little fish or, or big fish, little sea uh, syndrome where you're a really, really good player in Alaska, but we're very limited with our resources. And so they, they work really hard to, you know, I'm, it's, it's D one or bust. And sometimes those D one scholarships don't, don't come and they, they won't satisfy themselves with a, an AI scholarship or a division two scholarship. And like I said, I, I think, with the success, especially on the women's side right now that, that the University of Alaska Anchorage has been having um, and the increased success of uh, the men's program as well, I think that they're doing a really good some job great stuff. locally. Um, and like I said, Fair, Fairbanks is, is doing a good job too. Now we're running into some, some budget crisis stuff and possibly um, shrinking the, the University of Alaska system. So 
it's one of those where it well, kind of goes year well, to year. You know what's scary is when like when like Harvard, who has a twenty-eight billion dollar endowment, cuts eleven sports. You get you start worrying a little bit, you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. reading the article. It's like you, it's Stanford, and then I think it's University of Texas, and then it's like all the Ivies have all this. I mean, their endowments are like they buy a small country, and they're cutting sports. So that that tends to be that tends to be a little bit of a worry. How big? So so let's go back to how big is Palmer? How big is the high school? So my high school is only a little little less than seven hundred. So we have one of the, we have the smaller high school of the three high schools. Okay, and then how many? How many do you have? One state champion in each sport? Do you have two? You have three? How does that work in Alaska? There there are four. We have four um, for basketball. We have four divisions. Four uh, A is our largest, um, with I believe twenty two schools. Okay. And then three A four three A two A and one A. And how small um, is one A? One A is your outlying village schools where you might they might have a boys team one year, but they might not have a boys team the next year. They also do get a, a waiver from the uh, Alaska School Activities Association to play eighth graders. And I Keith, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was two years ago there was an eighth grader playing and was averaging 34, right. 35 points a game for one of the 1A schools. So I think that they cap at about 100 students, and I think there's 130 1A schools, but not all of them offer boys and or girls basketball in the same years. Right, because it's like, – well, yeah, it's like small towns in northern Wisconsin too. It's like um, – Exactly. So, yeah um, – is how is how is your state doing right now? I haven't followed Alaska as far as the pandemic. Uh, we're 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 going full bore. Well, full bore as much as possible. Uh, the kids have to sign sign in every day. Okay. Uh, we have no limit on the number of kids that we can interact with, but we you know we still have to have the social distancing, distancing and stuff. I just didn't. Know. I think I, I mean I know Hawaii really. Uh, isolated themselves have you guys isolated people coming in and out there's a uh either a mandatory 14-day quarantine if you come in um if you don't want to take a test you can come in with a a negative test within 72 hours of landing in, in anchorage or any of the the okay. local airports or you can take the test at the airport and i think that there are seven communities that offer the testing right then they're at the airport and you get the results uh, it's varying. I actually returned from a from a little vacation, and, and I got my results in 30 hours. Okay. But I've heard some people some people you have to get a second test within yes. 10 to 14 days. Yeah. And I've heard some people get their second test results before they even get their first test results back. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I that's okay. So that, that I just wondered if if that because I just I mean my phone just dinged and I looked over and it basically said California just called off all sports. The oh, they state, did. The state of California just called off all fall sports for high school. Yeah, wow. they, they they announced earlier this morning. The CIF had announced uh, that they were pushing football to 2021. So I think they're going to start in March. Maybe? Yeah, March and basketball is going to start in March. So they're going to have a, a late. You know, their state championship will be near the end of the year, end of the school year. Yeah. So CIF said that. Yeah, and I think now, so now they're one of 22. 
one of 22 states now who have po either postponed or and or delayed fall sports for the start it's, of the uh, it, it, it's what it's it's the stats teacher in me it's called the, it's 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 you can see the dominoes just kind of falling um so steve that's yeah. funny you should say that because mccourt is a math teacher okay what do you teach so, uh eighth, eighth grade math pre-algebra algebra and geometry <laughs> I'm making for those of you that are listening. This is going to go on YouTube too. I'm making a, a cross sign. I, I I taught I taught I student taught at a middle school. I walked out of the middle school. I dialed the phone. That's when there was like I had dialed the phone to my parents and said I'm not teaching middle school. <laughs> I can't do this. I mean, so, so I'm a migrant. Okay, I'm a migrant ed instructor, and my kids, my my hiring kids are in Jason's class. So I'm typically in Jason's class probably 70% of the day. And Jason and I just go back and forth. It's comedy hours, Steve. It oh, is my God. You guys, I tell, I tell people, middle school teachers should, should be paid more than any human being on the face of the earth because the amount of energy in that building, you could, you could light up the United States with the amount of energy in a middle school. It, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and you, I don't know how you social distance, distance a middle schooler. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's it's going to be hard. Um, our our district is one of the districts just uh, in this coming year who is going what they're calling full green, meaning we're going back all in, in our school, 600, 700 plus kids, um, and I and. Uh, Keith is the high school that he coaches that will you know be the same way uh, masks are not required but encouraged you know there's going to be some some safety precautions CDC guidelines and stuff but they're they're thinking that everything's going to be just a-okay and you know you, you know as well as I do I mean kids just don't want to be not next to each other no I don't remember where, I don't remember where I read this article it was either, I think it might have been the Washington Post or something. they basically said from from about 14 to about 22 their 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 brains are wired to take to to do take risks and do that. The, mm -hmm. Our job is to teach them the proper way to channel that. <laughs> and it's like, there's no way. There's no way you're gonna social distance like a 19 year old in college either. It's like, are you kidding me? There's no way. Like, you give them a little freedom, they're gonna run with it. Um, all right. So here's one of the questions I wrote down on my list is, so do you only play in your area? Because Alaska is a big state. And you, you're not driving to games on a yellow bus, are you? Oh, I mean, so, so I'll start. <laughs> no, I'll let Jason go first, and then I'll, I'll come in behind Jason. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, so in, in Alaska, we often like to joke that um, to upset people in Texas, we would like to cut Alaska in half and make Texas the third largest state, <laughs> just so you can visualize how large Alaska really is. Um, there, there are eight-hour bus trips. There are six-hour bus trips. There are 15-minute bus trips. There are plane trips. There are ferry trips. Um, pretty much any way that you can get to a game, 
uh, schools in Alaska get to those those games. And how do they, I mean, are they little charter planes? How do they fly kids to? I mean, they, that, that just boggles my some mind. Are, yeah, some are uh, little twenty-eight passenger uh, otters. Some are uh, Dadland Dash eights so that'll hold forty or so. And some are actual seven seven thirty sevens that are seating two hundred passengers. So, 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 Steve, just, we'll, we'll, just, trying to, just trying to figure this out because, okay, so I'm in a metropolitan area. I'm in, I'm two hours from Chicago. I'm an hour from Milwaukee. Two really big cities. I just know public education's under. I, I have problems getting a yellow bus to go fifteen minutes. I mean, oh my gosh, where does the money come from? First of all, I mean. That can't be cheap. It, it, it isn't. We we fundraise. Uh, you know, we have booster clubs. Probably, probably some of the top booster clubs in the United States, and uh, we get money from from the school district. Uh, okay. We can't take everybody on the team, so that that's from a coaching aspect. That's pretty hard because I might get the email that says, "Hey, we've budgeted eight girls to go to." Well, eight through ten are basically kind of the same. So how do I tell nine and ten? They can't go, and then you know they get to feel in some kind of way, and it's just it, it so it's, it just makes it harder for for coaching in Alaska as, uh, when I when it comes to that aspect. Uh, we're sleeping in classrooms on air mattresses and sleeping bags. We're taking cold showers wherever we can. We're eating as best we can. You know, we're paying in, in, a, in a in a in a village, as Jason says, you're paying somewhere between 15 to $20 for a gallon of milk, $25 probably for a gallon of milk, a box of cereal. Jason's what? Probably $15. Uh, probably eight to eight to 10. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to buy generic. Okay. So, so my jaw just dropped cause I'm in the dairy, <laughs> I'm in the dairy state. I could probably drive five miles and find a cow and start milking it. And I'm in, I'm in a town of 300,000. Doesn't take that long to get to, the farmland outside that's crazy yeah that's like it's, it's it's like hawaii like i've been to hawaii and everything in hawaii is because everything's got to be flown in it's probably similar yeah. to you guys everything that's not um or has to be transported from point a to point b um so, so how we'll big be, are con- how big are conferences well mine is wasilla colony kodiak which is its own island and that's that's all that's a flight so you, you, each time you go, you play Kodiak, it's you're praying, right? Because you normally get in, but you, it's really, really hard to get out for whatever reason uh, due to the weather. Especially, and, especially and if the you airport. lose. Especially if you beat them, they might not let you leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we go down to Kodiak, and we'll have to rent a, you know, we'll have to stay in a house where, and I'll have to stay in a hotel, but the girls get to stay in the house, and I'll make sure that I feed them, and and we play two games. Uh, the villagers. When they play two games, they play two games in the afternoon, they eat dinner, and then they play again in the evening because they're, they're transportation. So the villages get together, they'll cook everybody a meal in between both those games. So they're playing two games in, in one day, whereas I'll play a back-to-back on a Friday and then an early, depending if we can get a flight out on Sunday and then it costs extra to stay in a hotel, or do we play early and then we get the girls together and we try to fly out on Saturday because we don't want to play that extra night. So it's just, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things 
uh, and coaching in Alaska that, that it's like you're a college coach. You're, you're, co- you need, you need a, you need a graduate assistant to do all your travel stuff. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and it's sometimes the team mom and the, the AD don't see eye to eye on the, the number of people that can go or who, how many we have in budget and, and this, that, and the other. So it's just, it's yeah, I need, yeah, I need, but, then, but, but football can't do this. Ooh, go every, ahead, Jason. Every, every, every sport does. Um, the Peninsula Conference goes is about a f- seven, seven to 800-mile trip north to, from the northernmost school to the southernmost school. Uh, Barrow has a football team. They, it, it was featured on uh, Football in America. They had a booster down in uh, – somebody down in the lower 48 – that did some fundraising, um, gave them some money, and they actually built a turf right on the peninsula. It's surrounded by water. They have people on polar bear watch during the games. Um, it's a very, very unique. It's a, it's a blue turf, like much like uh, Boise State. Right. And they will travel as far south, like I said, about seven hundred. It's about an hour and a half flight to their southernmost game. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the 800 miles because I can literally leave Madison, Wisconsin, and almost make it to New Hampshire in 800 miles. It's not; it's a little over a thousand, but that's a long so in, way. In, and that's, I think, that's the most unique thing about um, sports in Alaska is every trip is a travel trip. Now, Anchorage, you know, you, you obviously have, like Keith said, um, in within a 12 mile radius, you've got Colony Wassila and Palmer who all play in the same conference, but to get to Kodiak, it's an hour bus ride to Anchorage and then hope and pray that you might get a flight out. And I, I have heard and I also have been part of flights where you'll take that hour flight, you'll get off the ground you'll circle Kodiak for 25, 30 minutes, hoping that the weather breaks. Then you got to fly the hour back to, to Anchorage and wait it out in the airport. Um, it's, it's, it's and why, why is the weather? So where's Kodiak? Why is, why is the weather so bad getting to Kodiak? So Kodiak is right in the northern part of the Gulf of Alaska, the southern part of, of Cook Inlet, and it just has a weather system that comes in from the Gulf. The, you know, if you've ever watched any of, uh, you know, any of the Bering Sea Gold, and yep. you've seen those shows um, where they just talk about the just the rough seas in that Bering Sea, the the wind and the weather patterns come out of the Aleutians, but they just funnel right back up into the into the inlet, and it has to cr- cross Kodiak. So it's either windy, rainy, or really, really nice. And how many people live in Kodiak? Um, I would conservatively say maybe 10,000 or so. And it's also a Coast Guard base. Um, so you've got a, a transit okay. Because I was wondering, what, what, is the, what is the, how do people make a living in Kodiak other than maybe fishing? F- fishing. Okay. Yeah. So most, most of the shipping, uh, most of the ships that you see on, on the Alaska-based shows, um, I, what was it? Uh, deadly, deadliest catch. Uh, many of those are st- are stationed out of Kodiak, some out okay. of the Homer area. Very, very similar weather patterns and such. Okay, but at and, least and you're they're also also known for their guided uh, grizzly bear hunting trips. Yeah. yeah, which which those guys make a lot of money to guide. Oh, I I, I bet you that's crazy. Um, I so what about the little what about the little villages? I, I mean. I would be more scared about the little puddle jumpers than the little, uh, I guess not. Maybe you could land in water if you have one of those kind of planes. Oh, it's um, still water in the winter. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. That's um, all ice for the for for a village. Yeah, it's all ice. It is definitely all ice and snow. So oh, yeah. your your travel may be to say from Anchorage if you're going to go to Bethel or Dillingham or to Nome, the end of the Iditarod, uh, you're going to take a, a 737 jet uh, there. And if you're going to any of the outlying villages, say White Mountain, which is one of the Iditarod stops, um, you may snow machine there. You may take a dog sled there. You might um, you you might be able to to find a little a little plane and take the the 15 minute flight there. But if you're going to do that, it's you're probably only going to pack maybe three or four people in, so you're going to have multiple flights going oh, back trips. to fourth. Oh, that's crazy. Um, and then where's the state tournament held? Where's everything? Where's, where, where does the end of the season occur? Well, for, that, that's for, an Anchorage. It's an Anchorage. Yeah. Football, well, an basketball. And how many teams come in for that? Eight, eight on the three, a four, a side. And then two, a one, a maybe 16. It's, so it's, uh, eight boys, eight girls, two, a through four, a, and then the the 1A schools, because there's, like I said, there's 120 some odd teams, uh, they actually bring 16 teams in for both boys and girls. On Wednesday, they do the play-ins. So the eight winners from those games advance to the, what they call the championship bracket. And then the eight losers play a, essentially a, a consolation state tournament. Because the travel is such, such a, a spend uh, and it's such an expense, that you don't want to come down and play two games and lose both games and have to travel back. It's just not cost effective. So at least they can travel them down on a Tuesday. They can get a game. They can get a day of practice in, walkthroughs, etc. Um, the playing games on Wednesday, and then they're guaranteed two more games. So they're at least playing through Friday. Okay. Um, is there a okay? So so I've gotten I've I've I think I've wrapped my head around how the games occur. <laughs> Where do the officials come from? <laughs> I mean, I'm swear to God, I'm not, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, so no, I'm playing that, a little that's, a, that's a great question. Um, I it, mean, is it the, is it, is it the dad of the starting center that's officiating? Cause I mean, <laughs> depends on where you go. It might be, it, it might be a teacher, a, 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 the JV coach and a parent. Hey, Hey, we're short. We're short and official. We need somebody who wants to come down and run tonight. Um, we do have a, we do have certified officials in the state of Alaska. Um, we're pretty big on networking as far as we, you know, when you, when you're living in the big city and I'll, I'll work as many games in one week as some officials might work in an entire season. You know, you, in these smaller schools, the smaller villages, they may only have three home games. And so you, right. so they're very, very limited again with the travel and expenses and stuff. So it, it becomes quite the, um, I, I guess for la for lack of a better word, it, you you have to be become very um, ingenious on on how you get your training and everything. But hey everybody, thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, subscribe and like. We do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.